Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks, the podcast where we're over-intoxicated but under-informed. I'm your host, John, joined as always by Justin and Jason. Yep, I'm here. Good morning. Good time. I mean, they might not be listening to this in the morning, so right, good uh, afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And that's the podcast for the week, guys. Thanks for listening. Wait, what? <laughs> I've been tricked. Okay, uh, so uh, before, before we start, I'd like to give a special shout out to our hostess with the mostess Ooh. and cardi b who is quoted as saying i said certified freak seven days a week <laughs> happy birthday john yes happy you now birthday. have to buy your own insurance thank you thank godspeed you. the cake is delicious by That's the way terrible okay uh so yeah this week we had the democratic convention happen so officially joe biden and kamala harris are is the democratic nominee for president of 2020 it's all official Let's talk about it. So if there's like a firework to describe the excitement for this moment of choices, it'd be like... It'd be a silent one. It'd be like the end of like a sparkler. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. We're here. Okay. Well, I think we should probably talk about these candidates. Um, I didn't really watch the Democratic convention. I heard it was... Wow, John. You don't want to watch something that Jeez, we're about to talk John, about? Come on. Well, did you know I that, studied vigorously on this. Well, did you know the progressive wing of the candidate uh, of the Democratic Party, like AOC, who would be considered... Yes. She had 60 seconds of speaking time where an actual Republican had like much longer. So it was fun. And there was, actually, there was actually a little bit of confusion going on. So AOC nominated Bernie Sanders at the Democratic Party and no one realized she can do that because like she's allowed to cast her votes for a candidate. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that Biden or Kamala doesn't get it. It's just it's procedure and just what she decided to do. So there's nothing wrong with it. And it happened. I don't. So if you're hearing like everyone freaking out, don't. So not a big deal. She spoke and she said her piece. Yeah, I'm freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Going crazy. I, granted, here. I've been on edge. I mean, edge it, tomorrow it's gonna, or no? It, it's going to pay off in the long run. Oh, okay. So the good news is, I don't need to masturbate anymore, guys. Really? Yeah. Why? So this guy that I owe money to, mm -hmm. he said he's going to get this other guy to whack me off. Oh no way! Or something like that. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> so. Is this what you were doing before the podcast started? <laughs> no, this is what I was doing in the shower and or the drive here. Nice. Oh, my God. All right. Well, so what do you guys know about Kamala Harris? We'll start with Kamala Harris. She's the vice presidential selection. She just came out. There's a lot of puff pieces going around about how this is a great choice. Are you excited about Kamala Harris being the VP? Are you not excited? Do you didn't, not know anything? Didn't she put a fuckload of people in jail just for the fuck of it? Um, okay. So she didn't. Do you know anything, Justin? never do okay so she didn't put a fuck load of people in jail for the fuck of it what she did was quote thank you for quoting me directly yeah, yeah, john no i appreciate I to, it i had to think about it a little bit so what she did was uh there was a number of i think well there's one in particular there's an innocent man he was found he was in jail wrongly in prison sorry uh found innocent Mm -hmm. And Kamala Harris basically said, no, he's staying in prison because there was like a filing error or some paperwork, basically trying to keep an innocent mm, man. Sounds like politics to me in prison because like it made her look better. Like she was a prosecutor, like if she wins more cases, you know what I mean? Like, so I think this was when she was a district attorney. Uh, some of the other things she supported uh, truancy, which would be putting people putting single parents to jail if their kids don't go to jail or don't go to school. I'm sorry. So like if you ditch school for a day 
and you have a, a, a mom at home who's working a job and doesn't know that she could go to jail because you didn't go to school. Well, yeah, that makes complete sense. That oh, sounds, yeah. Yeah. I can. Wow. Oh, what? <sighs> That sounds absolutely terrible, but go on. Continue, John. Please tell us more. Uh, okay. I'm on well, the edge of my seat. I think of it. Yeah. Uh, of I tomorrow. know this I don't really think of as a big deal because I think people can change, but people have made some sort of it. So she, when when asked about uh, smoking marijuana, uh, making weed legal back in, I believe, 2014 or 2016, she laughed and said no. Her opponent at the time, a Republican, said he was going to legalize weed. It then came out when she was running for president this time that she she smoked weed in college and she was like, oh, yeah, I did it. So it was like it was kind of hypocritical for her to. Well, yeah, it's college. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. Like, I don't I, I think people are taking it a little bit farther. I think the the truancy things like supporting bills to um, there's like a uh, I know our police friends is going to kill us for this, but. I can't think of the name, but it's when police officers can confiscate basically your belongings so they can say, hey, how much money do you have on you? You can say, oh, I have $100. Take that away from you. Say it's evidence and confiscate it for themselves. So she supported that. Uh, any police officers listening, I have about 30 something grand in student loans. Please take that from me. Yeah, same. It's a uh, it's yeah. So the way that worked is it's not just if you're in guilty, like they can take it away if you're innocent too. Like they could be like, Oh, we performed a stop and frisk. We think you're going to go buy drugs with this money. We took it away from you. Well, yeah. Cause stop and frisk was obviously a good it thing. It was a good thing. Yeah. So she supported some of that stuff. And in a time when we want criminal justice reform, I think a lot of people are raising those questions. Is she the kind of person to actually reform and people can change. They can have a difference of opinion now, but I don't know if she ever actually answered those questions. Cause famously, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but in the 2020 Democratic election, Tulsi Gabbard actually questioned Kamala Harris about this. This is something she hadn't been pressed on before. And it kind of killed her campaign. Like after this, everyone, because she didn't answer the question very good. She was like, oh, I'm proud of my 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 past. And everyone kind of was like, oh, I'm done with Kamala Harris. So I don't know if there's a ton of excitement about her. There is no excitement coming anyone blue in this whole election. I don't. I feel like there's no excitement coming from anyone in the election. No, there's a lot of excitement coming from the red side. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. So yeah, I, that's I, fair. I saw a recent poll, and you know, polls are fluid and change over time. But the most recent one, I believe, had Biden winning by four points, which you would think with the pandemic going on and the current administration not handling it very well, you would think it would be much more than four points. Well, maybe there's something like stopping people from actually like voting. Do you want to switch to the other one or do you want to? No, I don't want to ruin yes. the perfect segue I just gave to you. Yes. I'm going to switch to the other piece of you cake. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So obviously are, are we switching to the postal office or do you have any other thoughts you want to talk about Biden and Kamala? She definitely has some very interesting stances on things. I'm reading an article right now as we speak. Is it, what is it? Do you have a... Uh, so the most recent, the one I have right here that's staring me is her stance on marijuana has, has evolved. But yeah, she's like, oh, I spent two decades and she believes that drug selling harms communities. Fair point. Drug selling does, but she doesn't support anything besides it, um, the legal use of medical marijuana. Oh my god! Oh, so like that's all she supports him, but not. Is she from California? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't understand 
Because you would think, yeah, like selling drugs on the street hurts the community itself. Makes sense. What if we legalize it and have people in stores doing it who are learn, you know, they take classes about it. They know how to grow it. They know all this shit. You know, it's not laced with anything. Yeah, that would help the community, not hurt it. Wow. Socialism over here. Tell me about it. You want to legalize that. Next thing you want to do is just not have a free market. You're saying that you want to take away these jobs from these hardworking drug dealers. I do. I don't believe this. I mean, I know I'm a terrible person. Tell me about it. Yeah. And that's what's kind of confusing about picking Kamala because she's a very moderate candidate, which is what Joe Biden is. And you have a ton of progressive people not excited about the ticket because they don't like Joe Biden. They don't like Kamala Harris. You have conservatives that don't like either of these two candidates because Joe Biden is perceived to be mentally ill, whether or not that's true. And fair warning, everyone, we're just three idiots talking about politics right here that we don't know anything about. Oh, yeah, the best kind. But but either way, the dude's old. Yeah. Like, you got to look at that. Yeah. And like, so I don't know what Kamala brings to the ticket. Like, I don't understand the excitement. There's not real excitement. It doesn't seem like that way. I mean, uh, I, I couldn't say people I feel like who are going to vote for Biden anyway. We're already going to vote for we're going to vote. Yeah, for it, no it doesn't yeah. matter. They could have literally put like a dog up there and anyone who's going to vote who just doesn't want Trump is going to vote. Oh, dog for president or vice president? Uh, Secretary of State. Oh, that's a good choice. He knows yeah. he knows his way around. Sorry, but a cat is going to be the president. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I could do that. And she has a lot of emails. Ah, yikes. Well, just to wrap it up, I saw online a lot of people are like, hey, let's not tear down Kamala because we have to get Trump out. And it's like, no, you should criticize Kamala because you criticize everyone. You should criticize both criticize of you, John, even if you're going to vote for him. Like yeah. you should. Yeah, go out. I'm I'm available for criticism, like we criticizing your politicians and making them better or making them vote for the things you want isn't a bad thing. Like you shouldn't give up your vote willy nilly. What you should do is just say, hey, I want these things. You better do that to get my vote. And then. You get those things because what's the point of getting a politician in there that doesn't do anything, right? That's well, most politicians, though. I mean, at least this politician isn't destroying the mail-in ballot, right? Like the postal service that Trump is destroying right now. Hi, took it from you. I I alluded to that like an yeah, hour I ago. I know you did. Yeah, and it was it was much better on your end. I must admit. I mean, if it was a woman in ballot, it would have been destroyed years ago by this government. <laughs> oh, 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 nice. Got him. Okay, so the Postal Service has basically been admitted to that it's being uh, destroyed, taken down. I don't know. So the new Postmaster General is taking away sorting machines, taking away overtime, not allowing postal workers Can to... Can you elaborate on these sorting machines? Like, why are those such a big deal? So they sort mail faster, which allows the postal workers to get mail out to the people that need them in time. Like, it just helps with the fluidity of work. Do you know why they're getting taken away? What was the reason for them? Because they're too efficient. Okay. So uh, I don't know. They're the not bu- even I don't know what the bullshit job. of it, uh, 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 answer was, but. Yeah, that's the legitimate yeah. answer. It's, they do it too fast. So they want somebody to do it by too hand. Too furious. Yeah. And Luda. Yeah, I mean, you can make any excuse for why the Postal Service is being dismantled, but the real reason is it's being dismantled because Trump doesn't want to allow mail-in voters because most mail-in voters are opting in are Democrats, which means you take away those Democratic votes. Trump has a much easier way of winning the election in November. And like all the research points to like defunding the freaking post office and making it worse is only bad for 
everything everything <laughs> like there's no good in doing this no it's terrible i think before the 2000s the post office never operated without a loss like it brought in more money than it than it took like because of stamps and yeah. just all this but because of government meddling and kind of trying to take it down it started taking on a loss but a lot of people have even pointed to the excuse you don't look at the postal service and go oh they're giving in 60 billion dollars a loss from taxpayer money because you don't look at the military and go they're they're taking away 700 trillion dollars in losses for yeah but tax- you know what they're giving back freedom yeah but the postal service is providing a service as well i do support the troops though yeah i just I'm, don't like being in the middle east i don't want my brother to go there that's fair but this got personal real quick that being said um in terms of the post office what did uh george w bush yes he implemented something i believe back in the early 2000s to basically planted the seed for why they started losing money yeah i, I it was I you had to pay in advance 50 years for uh pension yeah it was something with that oh, where God, that is it's in theory it's like oh yeah they get to pay uh, everyone who works there gets yeah. a pension but at the cost of the postal service mm. Yeah. And I mean, you're I don't understand this because Trump is threatening millions of jobs. There's a ton of people that work at the Postal Service. It provides a service. There's and everyone was like, oh, Amazon will just take it over. UPS will just take it over if you privatize it. There's plenty of places that the Postal Service goes and Amazon and FedEx and all those places don't go because you have to. It's too treacherous. It doesn't provide a profit for them to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's going to go into the middle of like very rural country like they, if they don't have to because the, yeah, what's the point what's, they deliver mail on a donkey still because they need to get over treacherous terrain and like a donkey uh, a male way. donkey is called a jackass by the way good talk good talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true yeah but just be aware like that's going on um there are certain things you can do to help you can buy stamps you can do certain things you can go to websites send your grandma a letter yeah Send everyone you know a letter. Hell, send us send us a letter. We'll send give us you, like three letters. We'll give you John's address. No, please don't. We have a PO box. Mm. Do we really? Yeah. Yeah, we can get one. Where do you think we're collecting all the ad money? Yeah. Have you guys been hiding this from me the whole time? <clears throat> well, uh, all right. Next subject. Wait, um, wait. I want to talk about the ad money. No. Okay. We're supporting the post office. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's just what's going on. Do you guys have any final thoughts you want to talk about that? I'm sorry. I feel like I talked a lot about that. Yeah, you always do. What else? I don't know. That topic was a good, uh, thriller. Ooh. Okay. Justin's leading into the next one. So the last one I actually saw from another podcast. Oh crap. I should probably reference them. I don't have my phone on me. I apologize. Who is it? What? The other podcast? Yeah. I don't have my phone on me. I have to go get it. It was on Twitter. Uh, Why did you not? I, you need to be prepared. I'm I'm well prepared. But I responded to them on Twitter. So if you guys want to go check out, I mean, but they raised the question. We will link the below. On yeah, this. we'll we'll post what the the thing is. I'll look. I'll look so it what is this topic? You- so the question was, is Drake this generation's Michael Jackson? And that's a very open ended question, open to interpretation. So I'm mm-hmm. interested to hear your guys' thoughts. Okay. Do you I'm, want? Do I'm you want to well, start? I'm a well noted Drake fan. You guys, I don't think, are as big a Drake fans. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts. All right. So let's go through the list. He he keeps putting out just bangers. We're it, talking Michael or Drake right now? Both of them. Uh, both I'm, I'm, comparisons right here. 
Like they both just put out a crap ton of top singles. Yeah. Crap ton of top yeah. albums. Um, it's different in today's environment with uh, streaming because you can't really compare them one to one. But if you are comparing them, um, is he this generation's? Then if you look at the numbers for streaming versus like album purchases. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they both have a weird uh, relationship with younger children. The That's messed up, man. That's a low blow. I'm going to interrupt real quick. The podcast was leaders of the new. Oh, okay. thank you. There we go. Thank you. As I was saying, uh, both have a weird relationship with children. Mm-hmm. Uh, both were in um, productions that were on television and or big screens. Can you just get to the point? I feel like you're just uh, you're talking about. I don't know. Michael Jackson was in like uh, Men in Black 2. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was an alien. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah, that's Drake right. was in uh, Anchorman 2. He was in Anchorman 2. So they were both in sequels of better movies. Drake has some acting yeah, chops. He does have, he was on SNL. Was Michael Jackson ever on SNL? I don't know. I would check that out. Uh, both were famous in their youth. Mm. Jackson uh, 5. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once again, the uh, creepy uh, common thing of children. Anything else you got? Or? No, no, this is off the rip. Okay, so I uh, so um also Michael Jackson, say Canadian actor guys, Canadian actors, yeah, interesting. Go figure. Okay, so I took it more as like when you look at Michael Jackson, you think of like like the Beatles came before him, like that defined that kind of generation. Michael Jackson defined his generation, and then I think Drake would define this generation. Now I know there's Beyonce and Jay Z. There's a number of great artists, but I think. Drake has had such a sustainable, like, what is it, six, level of success? Like, he's been at the top for how I don't know if there's ever been a rapper at the top for this long. Like, everything he puts out goes platinum, double platinum, instant number one hit, even if it's not a good song. Like, sometimes I'll even admit some of the songs will come out and I'll be like, oh, this isn't that great, but it still goes platinum or gold or whatever it does. And then, you know, uh, well, Drake's just popular, but he does put out good music. Like yeah, every single most of the songs he puts out are incredibly good. But also, like he's not like just instinctually just a musician in terms of like Michael Jackson level. His music videos are probably like if you think like Michael Jackson put out incredible music videos. I think Drake also puts out. Like, cause he just had the, his new song. Um, what was it? I forget the new song already. The one where he's at the high school. Well, the high video. school one. No, you're talking about, he's yeah. at the university of Miami giving out money. Sure. Yeah. That's how, that's but the recent it. one, he's at the Nike corporation and he's like joking around and it's actually like, there's a lot of like humor at his own expense. Like he's a very good entertainer. Uh, I've been to his concert and I would say out of the few rappers I've seen, I've seen J Cole, I've seen chance, I've seen Drake. I've seen Lil Wayne. I think Drake was the best performer. Like all the other ones just kind of rap and like do their thing. But Drake actually puts on a performance. He'll get on like a stage that elevates him and he'll go up over the crowd or do something crazy. So he's a good performer as well. Yes. But has Drake ever been in Celebrity Deathmatch? I don't think so. It was canceled before he was even on Degrassi. Well, it's his fault. The, but the better. thing with this is I feel 
Drake didn't remake a genre or like really uh, take a genre to I the have next a level. Disagreement. So actually, I think rap before Drake was rappers rapped, singers sang. And even though it had been attempted before, like T Pain is a good example, or I think Joe Budden tried it. Pain. But Drake is changed rap. Like before Drake, rappers didn't sing and rap. Like now rappers sing, rap, do R and B. Like Drake brings in a bunch of different types of music. He's famous for bringing in Jamaican type of music, like different Mm -hmm. types of just sounds and different types of things. So Drake actually did change rap. So that's not true. I'll give you that. I disagree with you on that one. I'm sorry. I'll give you that a little bit. It, it, but how will he be remembered in a few years? That's a good question. I, uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. Because as somebody who doesn't like, I know Drake has a lot of hits. I can only name like a few off my head. I've heard them before, but Michael Jackson put out so many. There's also iconic. There's also like Michael Jackson was out for like that time. And then we've like kind of constantly grown with that. Like we constantly listen to those. So it's going to be the next 20 years. If we're still listening to Drake albums, you know what I mean? Those become more people listen to them. People like talk about but you don't think with the new age of streaming and hyper like recycling and cycling through new music and new people constantly needing new stimuli all the time like did you watch breaking bad i tried to i started it when did you start it when it was on tv or when it was in streaming after exactly because it's really hard to really get invested into a tv show when you can binge watch the whole thing that's a fair statement when it's spread out it's good um the fact that like Drake can put out an album like a year every year or I don't know how long, uh, but it's just there's so much more going on and being put out all the time. Even his good stuff or like his mediocre stuff can get like lost in the in the in the moment. That's fair. I think some of his more hardcore fans are probably like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you will him. know everything. Exactly. Um. Yeah, that's that's not a f- unfair criticism. Mm-hmm. I, I so. I want to hear your thoughts. So I was thinking if you want to do an actual comparison of who's the next Michael. I'm sorry, Binder, Jason, we didn't even. No, you're fine. I'm just taking it all in and listening. Do you want to give your thoughts? No, continue your thought. I don't want to. So if you want to do like an actual comparison of who reminds you of Michael Jackson, someone said Bruno Mars. And I said, I think if you would have to do it, it'd have to be Chris Brown. Like you may not like him as a person, but as a singer, dancer, performer, Mm -hmm. constantly putting out hits. I I feel like that is is a fair comparison. He's been in the. Just the realm of music. He's been in ever. Yeah. He's barely 30. I think he has his ups and downs though. Really? He's young. He was 16 when he put out Run It. Was he 16? Yeah. He he says it in the in the song. Yeah, he's he was young when he started. He is 31. Yeah. Holy shit. I think Chris Bowen would be a good example, maybe. Mm. But I don't know. That's more a one-to-one. I'm thinking more like like Beatles are to rock and like Yeah, and I mean Drake did beat out the Beatles for most top 100 that includes streams though and stuff like that so yeah that might be it's like a weird like you have to have a pre and post streaming also drake has had a much longer career than the beatles so he has more records to do that Mm -hmm. so but i mean it's a good question i think it's not unfair like if you agree you're probably Mm -hmm. not wrong and if you disagree you're probably not wrong like yeah there's definitely arguments for both sides on why I, i do think like 
what what you're saying about like how will he be viewed in 10 to 20 years i think he'll be viewed as one of the greatest rappers of all time he might be like you know how like everyone does like the mount rushmore of rappers Mm -hmm. he might have to be up there with his sustainable level of growth like the way he defined a generation yeah Mm. if not just solely based on his sustainability and just staying relevant for 20 25 30 years however long it is yeah I mean, and he did change rap. Like, rap is different nowadays because of him. Well, the trap wasn't really from him. And no, that was the singing part. That would be future. Yeah, but the it seems like there's a lot of different aspects that were changed around the same time, which that's why I could see him not being as iconic as Michael because so many different parts of it have changed. Like the SoundCloud craze coming in and then the trap and then the singing part. Yeah, he, that was him. But there's like a many different variables going in at the same time. It, it would be that's a very good question you raise, I think, about like, how will he be viewed in 10 years? Because in 10 years, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a great time. Like. But mm. we may just forget about it, like we may have like five songs we really enjoy. And besides his hardcore fans might enjoy most of his catalog because mm-hmm. I still go back to old, old Drake songs and listen to very old Drake songs. But I might be in the minority. Yeah, some of the old Drake are bangers. They're good. I will say, Kendrick Lamar is the prince of rap. In what way? Prince, like the like Prince, the artist. Yes. Ar- artist yeah, only known I as. I understand. I'm just. It was, I don't know. They just have a lot more deeper to it, and they're both just. Oh, see, I would have went with J Cole. Nah, it's two one to one. You think so? I'm trying to think of like separate. Like they seem too similar. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I would just could be interesting. I it it's an interesting discussion people have because people want like the top three rappers right mm-hmm. now are Drake, J Cole, Kendrick, and people argue which one would you cut. And I think most people have come to the agreement that Drake you got to keep just because he puts out so many different varieties of music, not just feeling, but club bangers and songs yeah. you can bump in the radio. Whereas Kendrick mm-hmm. puts out a certain set, and J Cole puts out a certain set. So. I don't know. It's a very good question. And I would love to hear the listeners thoughts too. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. That'd you guys have any other final thoughts? No, not really. I think we should yeah, also me. do a, maybe a whole episode on who is the who of what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds Cause we, we kind good. of alluded to something like that with the uh, Michael Jordan episode. Yeah. 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 It, it will interesting discussions that change over time. So yeah. they're fun to talk about. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Well, very good things. If any of the listeners have any thoughts or opinions on this, Drake is the Michael Jackson or not the Michael Jackson of this generation. Little Dicky is the Weird Al Yankovic of. Oh yeah, that's rap. true. That's very Without good. Yeah, that's a yeah. But uh, please email in at hottakesandbeerbreaks at gmail so that way we can get like your full description. Or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You know, comment on our Instagram pages, and we can see what you're saying there. We'll put something up. I would love to hear what people think, you know, because maybe people agree with you, Justin, that it's going to Oh, yeah, they always agree with me. Okay. I'm the fan yeah. favorite. Yeah, maybe. that's fair. I mean, hot takes. <laughs> but uh, follow us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks and uh, leave us a subscribe. Leave us a review. Like, like share and subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Buy some stamps. Yeah, yeah that, too. that too. Thank oh, you, everyone. Oh, 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 do we want to talk about Brianna Taylor and anything with that? Is there any updates on that? Nothing's changed. I did see like something went viral this week and then we could just touch it. So like, um, unfortunately a, a small white child was shot five years old.
by a uh, criminal and terrible person. And a lot of people were sharing it saying, why isn't this getting covered? And a lot of people responded with, well, this is a criminal who got put through the criminal justice system. Like he's going away. He was arrested within a day. Yeah. He was arrested. He was put through the system. He's going to go to prison for the rest of his life, most likely. Whereas Breonna Taylor's killers haven't done that. So that's why there may not be an outcry. And just a heads up, it's been since March 13th. It's a long time and ago. And nothing has happened. Okay. It's a long time ago. Everybody. Thank you, everyone. Au revoir. Enjoy your days, evenings, nights, mornings. Bye.